when you have been so disconnected from your body for so long and you suddenly can feel your heartbeat and you suddenly feel your body, yeah, that feels uncomfortable. That's the weird part about it. You're not used to it. But the more you practice and you realize I'm actually safe, like it is safe to feel, it's safe to be in my body, that is the point at which everything starts to shift. Hey ladies, welcome to the Calm Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke. Does it feel like your brain is on overdrive? Maybe you're struggling with spiraling thoughts and feeling like you can't relax. Well, hey, I have a solution for you. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and I help women just like you every single day reprogram their minds to master overthinking and eliminate self-doubt so you can feel calm, confident, and elevated. Let's dive in. Let me tell you about a time that I accidentally ate a weed edible without knowing what I was eating. (laughs) And there's a point to this story, and it is related to meditation, hypnotherapy, and to being connected to your body. So there's actually a bigger point here that I'm going to make, but I thought I would start with this story because it's kind of an epic story about being new to LA. I feel like if you haven't accidentally eaten a weed edible when you're a newbie in LA, then you haven't even moved here. (laughs) This happened 12 years ago when I first moved to California And I really knew nothing about weed. I was kind of clueless. You know, I was from Maryland. It wasn't legal in Maryland. I think it was medicinally legal when I first moved to California. I can't even remember, but it was so widely used in California and kind of accepted as legal even before it was really legal. So um, I hadn't really been that exposed to cannabis at all at this point. And first, I'm going to tell the story from my point of view. As far as I knew, I just one night started randomly having this like really weird experience. I was getting ready for bed and I was starting to feel super weird in my body. I was actually on the phone with a guy I was dating at the time and I was like, something weird is happening. I don't know what's going on, but something weird is happening. My body feels weird. I can feel my heart beating out of my chest. And I got up and I remember sticking my head out the window and trying to breathe in fresh air because I felt like, I was like, can I breathe? I don't know if I can breathe. Like everything feels weird. And then I went into the kitchen and I just sat down on the kitchen floor and I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) I thought I was having a panic attack. I even contemplated calling 911, but then I never did. And I'm so glad I didn't because eventually it passed and I was totally fine. But what's funny is that two months would go by before I actually figured out what happened. I had a roommate I was living with at the time. Her name was Diana and shout out to Diana because I think she listens to my podcast now. And I didn't know this, but she had chocolate covered pretzels in Tupperware in the freezer. Now, by the way, this serves me right because I was clearly eating one of her treats out of the freezer without asking. (laughs) That's like the funniest part is that I was obviously sneaking a chocolate covered pretzel out of her stash in the freezer. But I remember being kind of confused because there were like three pretzels in this big thing of Tupperware. And I'm like, I don't get it. Why are there just three pretzels left? Why wouldn't you just eat them? Right. And so I pulled one out and I 
bit into it and I remember being like, ugh, this is awful. This tastes horrible. What I realize now is that it tasted like cannabis, but I didn't know what that tasted like at the time. So I was just like, man, this is bad. So I only ate half of it, thank God. But it would be two months before it came up in conversation. I can't remember if she noticed one of them was missing or if she just mentioned the weed edibles that she had in the freezer that apparently her aunt had made for her. And I was like, hold on, back it up. There's chocolate covered pretzels in our freezer that are made with weed. And she was like, oh yeah, like my aunt makes them. And I was like, uh, that would explain the weird panic attack that I had two months ago. (laughs) So it serves me right. I got what I deserve. Because of that experience, I developed an anxiety around weed. I kind of dabbled in it here and there for a little while after that, but anytime I tried it, it just gave me anxiety because I associated it with a time when I was anxious. So like the feeling of being in my body and feeling my heart rate and feeling myself breathing and just being really present in my body actually gave me a sense of anxiety And it wasn't until later on down the road that I would actually reframe that and completely shift it. And I would eventually dabble into weed. I'll talk more about that later, but I don't do it anymore because now I have hypnosis. If I want to feel like I'm floating and like I'm really present in my body and I want to feel high on life, I use hypnosis and I use breath work because it basically is just as powerful as any drug out there, which is why this work is so cool. And then we fast forward to around 2016 when you know I was working as an events director. I was just a frazzled person. I was a toxic people pleaser. I didn't say yes to everything. I wanted to do my best, best, best at work. I wanted to prove myself, but kind of to a point where I would spend a lot of time on things that might not have actually been valuable areas to focus my energy because I just was depleting myself. Looking back, I spent so much energy doing every little thing that every single person used to ask of me. I used to work at a nonprofit, so we had a lot of volunteers. And some of those tasks I should have managed a little differently. I never was diagnosed with ADD, but I felt like I had ADD. If I was doing something else and someone came into my office, which they often would, and just put something in front of me, I would just turn and start doing that, right? So my focus was very scattered. I was checking social media, constantly on my phone, checking emails, and that led to what I call busy woman syndrome. So although I got a lot done, I exerted a lot of energy and I felt super depleted and I kind of felt like a hamster on a hamster wheel. But what's interesting about this is it was sort of like I was functioning at a level of constant stimulation. The idea of slowing down and sitting with myself didn't sound good to me. Somewhere around that time in 2016, I went to my first hypnotherapist and I remember the very first session, I felt really calmed by it, which I don't usually feel calm at the time. Like the idea of meditation, I I couldn't do it. So if you're one of those people, it's like, I can't, I've tried. I feel you. I was there. Hypnosis was the gateway drug for meditation. That's why it's super powerful. So I went to this hypnotherapist and after a few sessions, I started to really tap into what I call the space between the thoughts. And this is when the switch happens from like, ooh, meditation sounds awful to I'm craving it is when you experience that space between thoughts, it's a relief to actually 
be able to slow it down enough to sit between those thoughts. It's a pleasurable feeling. I call it a jacuzzi for the brain. You have to get to that point. And that's why hypnosis is so powerful because it gets you there. It taps you into that jacuzzi for the brain quicker than meditating on your own. That's why working with hypnotherapists is so powerful. So to pull it all back around to the weed story in the beginning. After I started working with this hypnotherapist, then I started craving time in that space between thoughts. So I started trying to meditate on my own. And I just used the Headspace app. I liked Headspace because they had this little intro practice for newbies that was, it was 10 minutes, just 10 minutes a day. That's it. I liked the little 10 minute goal. And so on this particular day, I was sitting on the floor of my bedroom and I was listening to a Headspace meditation. And for the first time on my own, I think I tapped into that really calm space in my body. And it was so new to me. It felt like that time when I had done the edible, suddenly I was so in my body that I could feel my heart beating. It felt like my body was tingling. I was present in the present moment. And it reminded me of the feeling I got when I had eaten that THC edible. So it was an anxious feeling. So I literally had to open my eyes in the middle of the meditation and be like, you're sitting on your floor in your bedroom. Nothing has changed. It was interesting to me that meditation was so powerful that it actually created physiological change in my body so much that it gave me a feeling of anxiousness because I was in that weird floaty space. But the way that I reframed this is this is really fucking powerful. If all I have to do is sit on my floor and I can start to feel like I'm floating, like I've smoked weed. If all I have to do is get quiet and it actually has the same effect on me that a drug would have, but I'm just sitting on my floor, concentrating on my breathing and calming my mind. That is so powerful. I realized in that moment that meditation, hypnosis, these things that caused me to slow down so much were just as powerful as actually taking a drug. And that was kind of the aha moment I had. And I also realized looking back, even the feeling I got from the weed, it didn't need to be an anxious feeling. I just applied meaning to it that was anxiety because I didn't know what the feeling was. And this is what's interesting about emotions and anxiety. I talk about this a lot with my clients. Anxiety is just a physiological response in the body. And then we're just applying meaning to it. So all it is, is you're actually becoming aware of your body. Like I can feel my heart rate. I can feel my heart beating. Maybe it's increasing. I can feel myself breathing. When you have been so disconnected from your body for so long, and you suddenly can feel your heartbeat and you suddenly feel your body, yeah, that feels uncomfortable. That's the weird part about it. You're not used to it. But the more you practice it and you realize I'm actually safe, like it is safe to feel. It's safe to feel my heartbeat. It's safe to feel in my body. It's safe to be in my body. That is the point at which everything starts to shift. That 
is when you start to crave a feeling of calm, when you realize that it's actually safe to be there, that there's nothing unsafe about it. Anxiety is just your nervous system thinks that it's running from a tiger, but there's not actually a tiger in the room, right? And so you start to develop a level of safety with being in your body. And I know I've talked about this a lot with you all here on the Calm Edge podcast, but as women, many of us are taught to disconnect from our bodies, whether we've been in a situation where we are, where we don't feel safe and I, we literally have to dissociate from our bodies. Like in the case of sexual assault or sexual abuse, there's a level of dissociation from our body that happens because psychologically it's protecting us. If I don't feel my body, then I'm safer, right? An out-of-body experience, it's actually a way of our psyche protecting our minds from that experience. But that's like obviously a more extreme level. There's other ways we learn to disconnect from our bodies. Like when we become athletes, we're kind of taught to constantly ignore our body's signals and push through. And so this causes a lot of issues down the line because this is what makes it so that it feels really unsafe to get calm and present with ourselves. But I promise you, When you practice regularly, not only do you actually learn how to feel safe in your body, it actually becomes a very pleasant feeling of being present. And when you're more present with your body, you can actually tune into your own needs, wants, and desires. You can feel when you're hungry. You can feel when you're tired. You can feel an emotion that's coming up. When you're able to feel those things, you can communicate them. And that's what leads to not only better relationships and partnerships, it leads to living a more aligned and fulfilled life. So that's, that's when you're able to actually set boundaries in your job because you're like, I can actually feel that this is depleting me and my body is craving rest. And so I need to set some boundaries here. And so you can start living a more conscious life. What happens when you're disconnected is it's like, you're living on autopilot. You're not feeling you're numbed out. And then you can't understand why there's this like low grade sensation of dissatisfaction. It all comes back to not being able to sit with yourself and be with your body and not being able to actually feel that is where hypnotherapy comes in. So to kind of wrap it up here, after I started practicing meditation, I did start dabbling a little bit in weed edibles because it no longer made me anxious, which is an interesting thing because I lowered my anxiety response. I did that for a little while and that was back when I wasn't sleeping very well. But what's interesting is that later on, as I started to use hypnosis to sleep, without even meaning to, I just naturally gravitated away from weed. Here's the thing that I learned is that weed actually just shuts your brain off. We need our brains to be active. We need to go through REM cycles. We have to dream in order to wake up and feel refreshed the next day. So it's actually not healthy to just shut your brain off. And what's so funny, once I learned that I could get myself to this amazing feeling state with just hypnosis or breath work, I just didn't need a drug anymore to do it. There is a time and a place for cannabis to be useful. It's a better choice for pain management rather than opioids. And I know that there's actually more and more research coming out about cannabis and its use for cancer treatments 
But if you're using cannabis to feel better, like recreationally, or if you're relying on it for sleep, or if you're using it as the only way of calming your body down at night or after work, there is a better way. There is a more natural way. And the same thing goes for alcohol, you guys. Like this isn't just a PSA on cannabis, but this is about reaching for things externally outside your body to get calm. It's a facade. It's a false sense of calm. If you're using wine to calm down at the end of your day, it's not actually calming you. It's just shutting off your brain, but it's not actually calming the nervous system. When you start practicing calm through hypnosis and meditation, you don't really lean on those things anymore because you actually have your own innate way of tapping into it. And that my friends is freedom. So don't get me wrong. I do still drink wine and I, I love a good margarita, especially in a martini glass. That's how I drink my margaritas straight up in a martini glass, <laughs> just cause I like the glass, but I savor it and I do it mindfully. And it's not a treatment. I also know that when I'm drinking it, I'm putting a poison into my body. So there's other things that I do with it, like tons of water and electrolytes. And I usually get up and I work out, move my body the next morning. I support my liver with supplements. There's things that I do in conjunction with that stuff to make sure that it's balanced out. I'm much more aware. I'm, I'm not running on autopilot with alcohol anymore. And it's funny because I just woke up one day and realized, that a whole year had gone by since I had actually done any kind of like THC edible or smoked anything. It was funny because I wasn't even trying. It was just because I was in such a feel good state that I just didn't want it anymore. And that's, what's cool about this work. Learn how to calm an overactive brain and tap into your zone of genius. The Calm Edge one-on-one is a three-month personalized hypno-coaching experience that I designed to teach you how to rewire your thought patterns and reframe your emotional responses so you can fully leverage your strengths and unlock the influential leader within you. To learn more, click the link below and schedule a complimentary 30-minute consultation call and let's chat.